yeah, feel my balls slapping against your butt cheeks. Never dried up so fast. He also told me that he loves, quote, humping your beautiful little crotch. Thoughts? <laughs> and then and then there's an edit here. So people asked for some more quotes. So here goes. But before I give more, I want to say that he is a very sweet and very good person. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a show that takes an often overly candid look at taboo topics around sex and relationships. We hope you're entertained by our analyses and that you find our serious approach to humorous discussions amusing, or maybe that should be humorous approach to serious discussions, whatever. My co-host is Mike. Are you there, Mike? I'm here indeed. Okay, great. So before we launch into a slightly new take on our classic episode opening porn viewing segment, I'd like uh, I'd like to invite you to rate or review us on your favorite podcasting app. It helps grow the show and it motivates us to keep recording. And if you'd like to provide some feedback, we'll pay $15 to anyone who sends us notes at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Okay, enough begging. What do you have for us today, Mike? Well, we had a listener, as you know, send in a uh, different style of content from what I normally consume. Now, I'm a pretty, I guess in most of life, I don't feel like I'm that visual, but I think for porn, like most men, I am pretty visual. But this uh, listener sent in an audio porn that that we can listen to, which is great because we can actually just play it directly on the podcast here. Uh, We'll also put the uh, link to it on the show notes and give you the uh, timestamps that we're going to jump to. And Keith hasn't heard it. I've heard it a bit. I can tell you already it's not my favorite. Uh, <laughs> and it's not like, you know, we show things that are a little unusual. This one, I, I think I just don't, I don't think I could masturbate to this. But anyway, let's give it a shot and let people listen. Uh, our first timestamp is going to be right at the beginning of the link. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, okay, we'll hold put on. it on the let podcast me, and people can pull it open on. here. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, start. Hi. So oh I can, my. there's... There's already like an ASMR. Comfortable. Oh God, element to this, right? Like it's <laughs> just there's... sit back and relax. It's in stereo too, right? It is in stereo for me. Yes. Feel so I think she's recorded. Right she's recorded heavy breathing on the left. I think. We're and... gonna take care of oh, you. Uh-huh. Oh God. Does this turn you on, Keith? Um, give me. Give me another 10 seconds here. Don't worry. Okay. About anything. We're both here for you. Oh, there's supposed to be two women. And we're going to make you feel good. Okay, I'm going to pause there. Okay. I paused. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so this is a person with, okay, for starters, an extremely elaborate microphone setup. Uh... True. It's yeah. There's it's high quality uh, audio production there. Much higher quality than your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. And there, yeah. uh, she. So, I mean, so far we could just hear the breathing from from person number two, but person number one is simulating a sort of submissiveness. I guess is, that's not quite the right word. Do you have a better word for what she's trying to convey? I think it's like it's like um, it's like an effort at some kind of intimacy. Especially, I mean, we're obviously wearing headphones as we record this, and it um. It's really in your head. I mean, it, it is like yes. ASMR, right? It's like, and so she's trying to make it's 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 like she's right next to your ear as she's like, well, she hasn't in 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 the little scene here, she hasn't yet started to do anything to me or you or 
her mm-hmm. client, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's, uh, she's, but she's right next to your ear. And I have to say that like, I, I think in real life, I don't know how you feel about this, Keith, but even in real life, I don't really like someone to be that close to my ear making noises. How do you, I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to square a couple of things here. I, I am not turned off yet. I kind of like, wow. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I need to, I need to, I need to hear more. Um, I, I like the sort of, uh, yeah, she seems like she really, I mean, look, this is, she's simulating it, but I can imagine in my mind that she really wants to be there, right? Like she's, she's going to do something to me that she's really excited to do. Yeah. And ordinarily that is a big, uh, turn on for me. Like I like amateur porn. It's just, um, in order, like, and I'd like, by the way, um, I was discussing this with a friend like a month ago. Um, I do find like the audio in porn important. Um, and so, um, like I, uh, yeah, I like to have my AirPods or whatever, like some sort of headphones or speakers <laughs> to have the audio. And if I don't have the audio, if I'm in a situation like at a, whatever, I'm, whatever, wherever I am, if I'm in a position where like, I really can't do it with the audio, like it's, it's significantly less fun for me. I don't, is that your experience too, Keith? Yes. I, um, I live in an apartment building and the walls here are, are very thin and I do like the audio in porn and I, I don't sometimes worry. I'm confident that my neighbors can hear my, my porn dealing if I don't <laughs> use headphones. And But they're not. I mean, it's hard for them to disambiguate that from all of the, well, that's the, right. The women yeah. you, How do they know if it's, it's, it's actual sex or real sex? Because all my sex oh, you sounds like, so like porn star orgasms. sex. Right. Yeah, totally. Exactly. exactly. No, yeah. I mean, there's some logistical things too. Like, you know, you could set up Bluetooth headsets, headphones, but if I'm wearing um, recorded Accorded headphones, I you know we've talked before. I sometimes like to stand up when I'm masturbating, and so you know, <laughs> well, always, you gotta get right? the cord, gotta get the cord at the right angle. No, I don't always masturbate standing up, but you know, in the times oh. I do, corded headphones are a problem. And so in those wait, in wait, those wait. cases in particular, yes, go ahead. When you masturbate sitting down, I know that when you stand up, you put paper towels out on the desk in front of you and ejaculate onto those. When you're sitting down, do you put them on your stomach? The paper towels? Yeah. Uh, or do you stand up at the end? No. One of the reasons why I don't like masturbating sitting down is like, I don't like getting semen all over my hands and like myself. You sure. Know, like I understand drips that. down your shaft and like gets into your pubic hair. It's just a mess. <laughs> and so that's, that's one of the reasons why I prefer masturbating standing up. What do I wear? No, I don't. There, is there such a thing as like a, a semen bib you can wear while masturbating? I know some people use socks. Uh, I, I, well, I was going to ask if you wore a condom actually. Yeah. No, um, when I, no, when I was in high school, I wore a condom once to masturbate because someone had, um, as a joke, I, I guess it was a joke. They left it under my windshield wiper. Um, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. I was seeing a girl and they thought, oh, you need yeah, it. Whatever. Well, Teenagers, gonna, yeah. 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 I wasn't going to use that condom actually for sex. Cause I was like, I tell it for all I know they like part of the joke is they like poked a hole in it or something. So I was like, yeah, huh. you don't want, you don't want several third parties in between you and the condom purchase. Exactly. Exactly. But I, so I used it otherwise and it was fine. <laughs> it's not that great of a story. Yeah. Uh, so not, I did that one. I haven't tried it. I guess I could try it and report back. Maybe I'll do that this week. Put it on my to-do list. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, we got to continue with this porn. Should we, should I restart? Should we restart at 50 seconds here or what should we do? No, no. Let's jump forward to 11 minutes. Okay. 11, uh, so zero, is, zero. 
Yeah, so this is, and we'll put it in the, uh, we'll we'll put it into the podcast here so people can hear it live with us. But it's the, you know, getting obviously way more into the action here. This whole clip is about 20, uh, 21 minutes long. So, you know, a little more going on. So, okay. are you, you ready? Send. I'm ready. I'm gonna. All right, starting in three, two, one, now. Some heavy breathing. It all off her beautiful face oh Jesus! Wow. And she'll lick off my fingers. So there's a lot of um, moist sounds here. Like she has something that simulates fluid on a penis. What do you think that is? They love to keep you. <laughs> I don't know. I. What do you think about that? Hang on. Are we so pausing? She loves to keep our... No, no, let's... Okay, okay. To fuck you. To suck you. I really dislike this. Okay. Okay, I think I know what's going on now, at least. I'll, I'll describe when we pause. Okay. Alright, let's go another ten seconds here. Sure. You deserve this. I deserve it. It's true. Do you want me to massage your cockhead? Wow. Okay. You're so sensitive yeah. here. There's a lot of weird <laughs> okay. language in there. I mean, like, you deserve yeah. this? That's, that's that's pretty odd. And there was, um, well, I was going to mention it at the time. What was it? It was, she just has a lot of things she says that, like, I wouldn't expect a partner to say. But go on. What were you going to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pausing now. Oh, you were listening. I, I actually paused. Sorry. Uh, okay. Well, it was more of the same. Sorry. Sorry. It was more of the same. Okay. So first I was confused by like those moist sounds and how they were being made, but they must have like, uh, yeah, they're mouth sounds, not vagina sounds. Oh, you think so? Oh, well, no, that would make sense because it's supposed to be oral. That makes sense. Well, I didn't know if it was supposed to be oral or not, but I mean, she has I a mean, vagina, so she can make both. Yeah, but how do you, I mean, just just audio logistically here, how do you get the microphone that close to your vagina, right? Like you would have to, well, maybe this they stand up the record as well. This, I'm going to, hey, can you add this to our spreadsheet? This is something we can ask Allie to do for us. <laughs> yeah, we need to, are these mouth sounds or vagina sounds? <laughs> well, she could just try to make some vagina sounds for us and we could see, we could see if they sound real and let our listeners uh, tell us. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be I'm super sure. excited to come back on. She no, I'm, I, I think they're mouth sounds and well, I know they're mouth well, sounds. In this case they are because it's the, that's the, the, uh, you know, the premise of the, the audio porn is that it's okay. a oral. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the general thing here is, yeah, this is being done absolutely to please me. It's submissive. It's, it's, I mean, so far it's sort of slow and intimate, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't like this word, but it's very performative. It's, it's, it actually like, so this is the thing. It's like, I know it's supposed to come across as sort of Maybe natural. it's not. Maybe, it's, maybe yeah, natural. But maybe it's not supposed. To. I was, yeah, as I was saying that it didn't come out right. Like, yeah, this is obviously professional, so whatever. But it's like, look, no one would say these things. Like, if if you're I, in a relationship where the woman is saying these things constantly, like that's a little weird to okay. me. So I agree that it's. I don't know if performative is the right word, though. I find it mildly convincing. Oh, I'm, I'm not say more. I mean, yeah, like if I heard this, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that's real. Like it's obviously not quote unquote real, but it's convincing enough to be, gosh, yeah, I don't think I'm actually aroused by this, but I'm not actively turned off. I'm at, yeah, like, it repels me. 
it's hard to say how I would be feeling if, you know, this was at my normal masturbating hour. And you know Isn't that every hour? <laughs> well, I was trying to abstract. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't, uh, like, I think this might go along with my, like, uh, uh, the various situations I've described in the past where things like feel this, like, in some ways this feels too intimate for me. Like, I think it bothers me because like, I don't want some woman in my head saying things like that. Yeah. Like I want her to, I want her to shut up. She, yeah, but it, this implies a sort of worshiping by her toward you that I kind of like. Yeah, but I mean, if your cock is in her mouth, like that's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's convincing enough. Yeah. Yeah. Her, you know, yeah. The, the image is, is, is plenty. Like I don't, yeah, like it almost, it's almost like when she's saying these things, it's too much and it makes me, I think it's actually, I think the thing that actually repels me is like, it's too intimate. Like it's like, it's too, yeah. I, mean, I wonder if I would feel the same way if I did like um, Oculus Rift porn. You know, like, or if, or if they had some even more realistic virtual reality porn, I wonder if I would feel like that was too intimate. Of course, I don't yeah, feel I like don't. actual sex was too intimate. So, yeah, no, it's an interesting question. Um, should we skip forward to the end to see if yeah. there's? So our last is going to we're going to jump to the timestamp nineteen, uh, but we'll put the audio again into the podcast. Okay. Um, and this, yeah, of course, this is we're nearing. I, this might even be after the climax. Like I just listened to a little snippet here. I didn't want to ruin it. All right. Um, so yeah, we go back it. to 18 instead, or you want to do 19? No, no, let's, let's do 19. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. Daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Let it go. Let it go. That's a daddy. Mm -hmm. Let it all out. This is revolting. Let it all out. <laughs> it's okay. I wonder how long this will go for. Well, there's two minutes left. Yeah. Is he? Is he? I think that's supposed he, to be the end. Am I coming? Yeah. Well. Yes. Oh, gross! She's, she's, this is. Yeah, she's swallowing. That's what's happening. She that was, swallowed it right down. Yep. There you I go, knew Keith. it. I called it. She's so greedy. Okay. All right. I'm pausing. Wow. Okay. Um, she's so greedy, and with the, I, so I don't understand the premise here of when she's she's basically trying to convince you that it's okay to nut. It's okay. Like what? I don't get it. What's the? What's why is that arousing? I think being given permi permission to nut is a thing that some men like. Do you like that? Just in case you do, like you could explain why. <laughs> Well, I'm pausing to think if liking such a thing would be emasculating. Uh, no, I think it's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's it's nice being encouraged. This isn't, it's okay. I disagree that this is encouragement. Like if she said something like, I, I you know, I, I want it right now. Or what did she say? I I, I, it. I've already forgotten. What what did she say? She said, it's give it stuff like, right? she said, it's okay. Let it all out. Uh, I think. And then it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So you're right. Permission is exactly the right word. It's like it's like he is somehow withholding because why would he withhold? I mean, the whole I mean, most of the reason men exist is to do that. At least half. So anyway, yeah, I don't I don't understand the premise there. I I believe it though. I mean I mean this harkens uh, this, back sent it to us. This harkens back to our conversation, I think it was last episode, where it's like, how do you know if you're supposed to come when giving a blow when being given a blowjob? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Do you think that um, that this kind of permission play, 
would make a blow more interesting for you? Yes. That's interesting. I, I mean, you know, we sort of went through this. I don't, I haven't had enough blowjobs to really understand the flow chart of what's going on in my mind and what I want to hear. Uh, so I'm not sure, but I can imagine it. Yes. Yes. Wait, how many blowjobs have you had? Uh, I mean, you just said many. you hadn't had many. Well, oh, okay. I mean, I think compared to the average, you know, regular sex having person, I haven't had that many. Okay. As like a, as like a ratio or something. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I I think that like if this was said to me, it, yeah, it would it would make it take longer for me to orgasm. I'd be like, I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, why are you saying these things to me? Like, like, you know, like, oh, this. I mean, this is just a difference in mentality. Like, honestly, like, I'm more turned on by the notion that, like, she, look, I'm not into non-consent. I'm not actually into like BDSM or anything like that. But I would be more turned on by the idea of like it. It's something that I'm imposing on her. If that makes sense, like I like that better. Like the idea that it's like not, yeah, it's not totally explicit. wanted. Yeah, that it's like, it, yeah, that it's like, it's like I'm. It's not. It's just this thing of like I'm like imposing myself on on, on her as yeah. opposed to like oh, it's okay. Like I don't like how she's stage managing my orgasm. Ugh. That's interesting because I kind of do. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you there's, like certainly, there's some it. sort of like there's some sort of like more alphaness there or something that you're expressing. I'm not sure. Good. I hope it makes me more alpha. It yeah, could make I'm, me more beta. I'm I don't know. Feeling, I'm suddenly feeling insecure about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> good job, listener. Um, so the listener that sent us this is a beta. Then is what we're saying. A very beta individual. I, I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I, that sounds like a good diagnosis to me. And uh, <laughs> okay. now that's a, I mean, it's an ex-listener now. This, this, this dovetails nicely into, okay, I, I have something else I want to talk about in my personal life, but let's, let's do that after this next thing, because this dovetails nicely into one of the things I found on Reddit this week. So sure. This person says he is terrible at dirty talk. And I wanted to bring this up because we've we've talked sort of off and on about dirty talk the, our last few episodes and how to do it and you know should people like moan and groan and that kind of stuff. So this this felt sort of apropos to some of that stuff. All right. So this person says, "Okay. So I've had a friends with benefits for a while and for some reason he not only whispers every time he says something raunchy, but he also says the most unsexy things." Recently we were having sex when he whispered and I quote yeah, feel my balls slapping against your butt cheeks. Never dried up so fast. He also told me that he loves, quote, humping your beautiful little crotch. Thoughts? <laughs> and then and then there's an edit here. So people asked for some more quotes. So here goes. But before I give more, I want to say that he is a very sweet and very good person, <laughs> but is very clueless in terms of dirty talk. Nothing communication can't improve. I love how she's explaining oh, explaining away this. Okay, here's some here are some more. Quote, I love your skin. It's so smooth. Quote, your vaginal balls are so fit. Uh, oh, that implies this is a English person. I think fit in like English, you know, British vernacular is like a way of saying attractive. Okay. Quote, Not just like actually in good shape. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. Quote, your nipples are so beautiful. <laughs> and quote, I love the skin on your breasts. Okay. Some of these That's are okay. So yeah, like that one's okay. Um, the uh, feeling my balls slapping against your butt cheeks. See, this is one of those things where, like, if you just switched one words, like if you if, if you said "ass" there, it makes it more powerful. 
but but butt cheeks is a little bit too Wait, anatomical. was the quote he was the thing he said that he he loved his balls yeah he says he said yeah. he likes it feel my balls slapping against your butt cheeks yeah they can't feel that Wait, didn't we have a conversation I mean, about how when how being, they slapping at butt cheeks? No, well, okay. We talked about how when having sex doggy style, the person can feel your scrotum or balls slap against their clit sometimes. Oh, of course, but that's like the most sensitive part like of her body. Twenty episodes ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Your butt cheeks is not okay. Okay, look, Mike. The problem here isn't that he's not anatomically sound. Yeah, I'm that, missing the forest for the trees. I got it. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, there's another thing here. This came up in a comment uh, when somebody said, I had a partner that was a whisperer. I'd constantly be pardon or sorry, I missed that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, the moment you have to repeat yourself during dirty talk is kind of the moment the dirty talk is over. Like, yeah. You what, a, what is your go-to dirty talk, Keith? Probably nothing, I right? I don't have anything great. Uh, I have been experimenting with this lately but i am not comfortable enough with it to to share with the group yet we we, we can, can you, check that in in the future i understand with that and i have no problem with that but can you i'm actually curious about when you say experimentation could you just give a general idea of what that means i mean like you're you pre-plan uh before <laughs> some or, no, i'm just curious no, no it doesn't have to be you know it could just be that you've thought about it and you're like i'm gonna try saying like um you know when i'm about to blow my load, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. Like I'm going to come up with a thing that's not just, I'm going to come. Or is it like, or maybe, I don't know, What? how do you plan that out? I have an answer to this. Well, I'm, you said, I'm deciding. I'm deciding. You said that you've been honestly. Yes, I I'm did. not interested in the exact things you say. I'm interested in, like, did you plan them in advance? Do you just have a genre that you're going to go for? Or when you say experimenting, you just have had the urge. And so you're just saying things during the act that maybe before you would have suppressed. Like that could just be that, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's mostly the latter. Okay. Where Do you want to tell, tell us any of the things you say? No, I do not. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, this is very disappointing radio for our listeners, but. Is it, I mean, is it something like, you know, baby, make make your man feel like he's got a vagina? It's something not. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the Teach way you love getting pegged. I like the way your knee hairs feel on my arm. No, it's, it's better. It's better. I, okay, fine. I, yeah. I, as I, as I improve in this, I will, I will report back. Maybe I'll, maybe I can. Are you, finding, are you finding that it makes any difference? Like in other words, given your experimentation, would you say to a listener, Hey, you should, you should do this. It like amps it up a little bit or does it yes, not matter? I think so I've, I think the feedback is universally positive. I think people like hearing uh, I mean, look, don't say something so dorky that it's awkward, but generally expressing some sort of desire is is good. Yes, I have found that to be the case as well. Like if there's a, um, yeah, I mean, like it just changes the, like it gives you, it's like pushing the <laughs> the turbo boost button in a video game or something. Like right. It just like amps it up for the next 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like, I like hearing what's the word? Yeah. I like hearing dirty talk back too. I mean, I, I think these are just like normal human things. Wait, uh, can you let us in on any of that? What you hear back? Yeah. I mean, things that, okay. Specifically things that make me feel like I have agency in their pleasure is awesome. Well, what do they say? Do they say like, oh, Keith, I can feel your modestly sized cock. <laughs> 
all over my body. <laughs> it's something like what's what's it like? It's like I mean, look, the basic thing is oh, that feels so good, or keep or keep doing that, or yeah, you know, uh, I'm gonna come is really good. Although we don't, we don't need to relitigate. This. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not. We, that's been an obsession <laughs> of our last and episodes. Yeah. No, uh, no. So okay, should we talk about? Um, I think I'm ready to talk about this this um, former porn star that I met. Uh, okay, let's hear it. So this was a while ago. Um, I met somebody on a dating app who turned out to be a former porn star and i don't i haven't seen any of her movies i don't know i think we i think she said she would tell me what her like porn name was so i so i could look her up but i i can't remember if she said that or not i don't don't remember but anyway i don't know it and so i haven't seen if you have a picture isn't there like a way to do a facial search or something online i don't know if that's no there is facial search you can do reversed. You can do reverse image search if it's the exact image, but the technology right. does not yet exist where you can have a picture of a person. I, th- I think police have technology like that, but um, okay. you would have to connect it to like a database of, of porn as well, which would be hard. Anyway, so I haven't seen any of her work, um, and I think if I said the right things, I would have the opportunity to have sex with this person, but I'm a little bit hesitant. And you're, and sh- okay, you, you, okay. I, um, there's an element of this story that's new to me just now, which is you're now saying she's a former porn, porn star. Are you sure of that? Like you didn't just make that up. Like she, uh, you're sure she's done. I am sure she told me that also she's like 30 years old now. So this wasn't, I don't think there's such thing as 30 year old porn star. Even the like MILF porn is like 25 year olds. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. So yeah. And, and, and okay. So, so you think you could, uh, I mean, it, yeah, I mean like without, you wouldn't have to film a porn, you wouldn't have to bring along a camera. You just think that you could have relations with her Correct. Uh, in a sort of normal way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so my reaction to that, when you told me this uh, a little while ago was, um, I think, I, I, I think this has got to be one of the normal reactions, if not the normal reaction, which is kind of like, uh, you know, that's a little bit of a downer because, you know, we have a mental image. Maybe it's wrong, but like a mental image that like somebody who's been in the porn industry is going to, you know, not, it's not going to be like great partner, uh, which may not be right. Your reaction was actually not that, right? It was, it was actually totally different from that. What, what was your reaction? What do you mean by not be a great partner? Well, I'm trying to be nice about you mean this. A, like, you mean, I mean a, a sexual partner or you're worried that there would be like some sort of emotional trauma or something? I'm, I'm worried about that, that like they would, it's, it's somebody who's had an unusual life history that would make it, uh, make them a little bit difficult to get along with. And also, yeah, I mean, like, I, like, I don't want to go too strong on this because it's like a politically incorrect thing to say, but like, I think that there is a tendency of men not to want to have sex with a woman who's had sex with like a lot of men. And I'm not sure where that comes from exactly. Like, I think it's just a standard feeling that men tend to have. So. Yeah, I don't have that concern at all. Like, I think the vagina is generally a self-cleaning oven. Of course, and no, I don't. It's not that there's an, there's no. It's yeah, no, I realize it's almost like you're you're seeing a ghost or something. You're yeah, it's like not. It's it's not really rational. Um, but it's but it's there, and I think it's common. So right, right. I'm representing the common man here. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, yeah, I I agree that that is probably a concern that a lot of people would have. But I mean, yes, assuming you know she you know has a recent STD test and that kind of oh, thing. Yeah, like of course, that, that's not that's not a concern of mine. My concern is that uh, she's probably uh, well, she certainly had sex with some fairly famous people for being good at having sex in her past, and I'm not sure I. Uh, I have some insecurities around being able to, how shall we say, measure up to that, right? It's not just that, you know, it's it's not just penis size, right? Like, you know, she's probably seen some uh, uh, impressively well-hung uh, men in her day, but it's, it's more around like, uh, yeah, there's some sort of like skill component or something that I'm not sure I have. I, I got to be honest with you. I think it is penis size with you. I think cool. that you, I think that's what it is. Like, I think that if you had a monster gigantic penis, like you wouldn't have this concern. I think that you have a little bit of like emotional difficulty with uh, thinking that uh, guys with huge cocks are better than you or something. You really sure. don't think it's just penis size? I mean, that's certainly a, a part of it, but I don't, I don't know if that's the dominating factor or not. But I mean, I feel like that's a completely rational concern. Like if you found out that the last person that your partner slept with had a penis that was, you know. 11 inches, uh, you might feel a little inadequate. That's not how I would feel at all. That's not, I mean, first of all, I have a larger than average penis. <laughs> so there's uh, that, but, um, but I don't have, it's not 11 inches. And and the reason why I wouldn't feel that way at all is because like, I know from personal experience that like, uh, once you get meaningfully above average, and this is only true slightly for me, um, but I can imagine if it's much bigger, like it's actually a negative, like you, you, you go too deep. Like it's not great. So I can't like, like women, women don't, don't want to have sex with an 11 inch penis. Like that's not, you can't put it in all the way. Right. I mean, like it's not, um, and also like, I mean, it, it's funny to me that like, because the, um, when you say that you don't care at all about the, um, when you say you don't care at all about the sexual history of these people, because you're being rational, like you should also listen to women who universally, not universally, close to universally on the sex subreddit say they're like within reasonable parameters. I mean, if your penis is like two inches long, that's different. Um, but within reasonable parameters, they don't care about the size. And I, I believe them that it doesn't matter. And so like I don't yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not generally concerned about my penis size. I just think oh, that Okay, so you're well it's it's but more, you just said that you it was primarily that. No, I said it's that's that's some part of it. It's that, okay. it's that, what is it? It's that their size is, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, don't you think that somebody could like get used to, you know, they could get acclimated to much, much, much larger penises than is reasonably expected from, you know, your average partner and maybe I think that forever disappointed after that? Not really. I think that like, I think that like there is a size below which it would bother her. But I mean, I feel like there's some sort of an analogy here. It's like, so women do have different length vaginas, right? Do you think that you've become acclimated in any case to a length vagina in your no. life? No. Yeah. I mean, there could be a trick you get acclimated to, like for example, deep throating or anal or something like that. And so then that's like, and so, so what, you, what you said about technique was like a different topic, right? But like in terms of just pure penis size, like, no, I mean, I think that like, as long as you're within like normal parameters, like, yeah, I think, I think most women, it's not going to matter. There might be a few, yeah, I'm sure there are a few where like, think, and, and usually it's going to be width, right. not length, by the way. I think you might be right here. I think that penis size 
yeah, inside of certain bounds is basically a de minimis concern. And, and it's bad if it's really big. And I know this because I've had the experience of like basically stabbing the cervix or whatever. And right. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing, I mean, something like that, but it's not great. Sure. Right. Okay. Okay, fine. So that's only one aspect here though. There's also the performance aspect. Yeah. And that's where I would say that this is my argument is that like, I think, okay, yes, there are men who won't give oral. There are men who um, are extremely selfish in bed, right? There are these standard complaints you see on various subreddits. If you do not fit in one of those categories, if you're like a reasonable, and I, and I okay, you either fit, you either are conscientious toward the woman or they're under some sort of spell where they all fake orgasms. I think it's actually some combination of those two. Um, so I think you get some faking, but regardless, I believe that you're conscientious. I just don't think there's that much a guy can do to amp it up beyond that other than maybe just pure physical attractiveness, right? Like having, being in shape, being athletic, whatever, like other than that, like I just don't, there isn't some trick a guy can do. Now a woman, there are tricks women can do. So it's different, but for a man, I just don't think like, I mean, I guess, yeah. Like what, what would you even imagine that you would do that would be different? Uh, well, I mean, you know, heart, you know, back to our conversation earlier, like, yeah, like maybe the things he says are better. I mean, this is a little bit of a hypothetical here because I think, I mean, everything in porn is performative. Right. And so, uh, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but yeah, I mean, there's the things he says, there's maybe his technique at oral is so honed because, you know, he's been around, hundreds of women who have all explained exactly what they want. So he has like really good intuition about, you know, how to give someone an orgasm or maybe, I don't know, maybe I there's- could, I could see it being the opposite because, because like, I mean, what percentage of professionally produced porn shows depicts women actually having an orgasm? Like right. not very much. So, I mean, like it could be the opposite. Like he could just be like, wait a minute, uh, you're supposed to, this is when you fake. <laughs> like you haven't faked yet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. He's had so much um, incorrect feedback that his technique is actually worse than somebody just bumbling along. I mean, you're talk, you're, 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 your argument about dirty talking is a good one. Like, so yes, I mean, like a guy who's silent, I would put into the same category as a guy who um, doesn't pay any, you know, like doesn't do like basic things. I just think that like you imagine like the curve here, like, like slopes in a certain way such that like the bottom, yes, the bottom 20% of men are really bad at it, but the top like 60% of men are all about the same. Or whatever it is, forty percent. Like there's some point you get to, and you're just kind of like it's really crowded right there because right. there's not this thing a guy can do to get much better. And, and and these things involve yes, making noise, having making sure you know that she has the opportunity to have an orgasm, giving oral, you know, blah blah blah. There's like this series of things, and like there's a huge collection of guys that do that. And if there weren't, see, this is the thing: is that guys really care about getting a lot of sex. And so if there was something that made you materially better at sex than other guys, all the guys would do it. Right. Yeah, like there's like, a, there's like a, and there'd be, you know, all this. Stuff. Right. Yeah. And like, and, and, and like the flip side is like, you know, you could use a similar argument for why like women don't all do all the tricks because it just doesn't matter as much to them. Right. Yeah. So they're not they're like, yeah. And like, and for the most part, guys are pretty happy if they just get to have sex with a woman. Like they don't, she doesn't need to have some big bag of tricks. So a, I think you have nothing to worry about. This is a compelling case you make, Mike. Hmm. Okay. So are you, well, are you considering uh, uh, seeing the porn star? I need to. I need to, I need to think about this further. I need to meditate on it. And 
one yeah. thing I would point out is that with her, you ought to be able to try out and experiment with some new and advanced dirty talk because presumably she's heard a lot. You know? Yeah, she's not going to get offended. Yeah, like you could say like um, – <laughs> James, James, James Dean didn't uh, didn't penetrate this part of your pussy, right? Right, right. Although he probably he almost certainly did. Because <laughs> right, right. This is hypothetical. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. I'll I'll put some more I'll put some more thought to this, and I may or may not report back on a future episode. Uh, okay, let's move on here. So this one was kind of funny from Reddit. Uh, this person says. This person is a 23-year-old male. He says, I think my exhibitionist girlfriend, who's 21 years old, is out of control. My girlfriend of three months has been embracing her exhibitionist side as of late, and it's leaving me with mixed feelings. Have you have you read this one, Mike? I'm not sure. Keep going. Okay. All right. I think it's hot how wild she is, but I'm beginning to think she's becoming too wild. She's involving people who never agreed to participate in her kink, and it's making me nervous because I'm not in control of other people's reactions. Let me provide some examples. This is what she's done in the past few days. Number one, our apartment complex has a pool, and since it's summer here, there's always other people swimming and sunbathing. My girlfriend stripped down to her bikini and made me spank her ass raw before leaving our apartment and making sure everyone hanging out at the pool could see my red handprints all over her butt. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's one. All right. Number two. Someone called 911 immediately. Right, right, right. Uh, we were driving to the convenience store one night when all of a sudden she lifted up her oversized hoodie and, so and showed me she's naked underneath. I asked if she planned to get out of the car like that, and not only did she say yes, she encouraged me to touch her and lift, lift up her hoodie while we were inside the store. Part of me got really turned on, not going to lie, but not turned on enough to actually go through with it. That didn't stop my girlfriend, though. She would jump on my back, hug me, bend over to pick up products, etc. All obvious attempts to make her hoodie lift up on its own. I did my best to avoid eye contact with other people in the store, but I'm 100% sure we were drawing attention. You know, I... I actually sort of hate people that do this. Like I've had, um, and this has to do with COVID, I think. Mm -hmm. But in the last three months, I've had two different times where I was running in a park, and I and I, and I try to run kind of um, places where there aren't a lot of people uh, to not have to like play political games with masks and no masks while running. So I just try to you know make sure I'm alone. And I have run into these people just fucking twice, and you're just wow. like, come on, man. And like and like, I it's it's just. I, you know, they have to find a different route. Like, what am I supposed to do? In both cases, they did not see me. Um, I also, let's see. Uh, well, I've had I've had way more experiences with that with people in cars parked at like overlooks and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I when I was in, uh, well, when I was younger, uh, yeah, I was in a park parking lot once at night, and a cop came up and busted us, and that was frustrating. Oh, you got busted fucking in a car. Yeah, I mean, I was at an age where it wasn't easy to find, you know, a place to go. Like, I think I was 19 or something, and I think it was in the summer, so I was living with my parents, and, you know, she was living with her parents, so what, what are you supposed to do? Get a room. I don't know. I, well, I'm you know, to... we're not rich either, so, right, you get, the motel feels sleazy. Also, like, yeah, I don't even know if I knew how to do that back then. You know, it wasn't like you could just go on hotels.com back then. It didn't exist. That's true. So. You get a tent. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. No. Anyway. Uh, so. So. Anyway. The, the, my only point was that, like, these exhibitionist people, like, yeah, they're it's 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 a plus one for their life, but it actually is like a, a minus something for everybody around them. That has no, to listen. See them. I went on a I went on a date once with a girl, and she was like, "Oh, uh, why don't you come over for an afternoon delight?" And I was like, oh, "Okay." And we 
she wanted to go to the park and she was wearing a sundress and this was like our second date. I didn't, I didn't know her very well. And she straddled me and started like unbuckling my pants. And I was like, what are you doing? We're on the panhandle in Golden Gate Park, right? Like, you know, families and children around. And, you know, I told her no. And then she got like kind of irritated. And then she started doing cartwheels and she's, she's in like a sundress and she's not wearing panties. And anyway, this is the last time I ever saw her, but yeah, I mean, I think some people just have this expositionism drive or need that is, well, yeah, it's just not something I have. What do you, what's going on there? Well, I mean, the, the only comment I think I can make that's productive at all is that like, it's, it's more fun for a woman. Like from, see, this is the thing, like public nudity or public sort of flashing or whatever you want to say for a woman, it's like kind of like this joke, fun, like, oh, and it's like kind of risque. Now, the thing that women I think don't realize in this situation, in these situations is that a man doing the exact same things is like a, it's not a felony, but it's, 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 it's like implies violence, right? Yeah. If I pull my cock out in almost any situation other than like the locker room or a bathroom, like it's a weapon. I mean, like, it's like, even if it's flaccid, like it doesn't matter. Like, like people are going to, people are going to be like scream and run away. Like if I'm um, out and running or exercising or whatever, and I need to pee, I'm super careful about not people not seeing me pee. Not because I care if they see my cock. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, it's not erect or anything. It's because I know that if they see it, I, they it's like I'm showing them my gun. Yeah. No, I made a mistake with that. Uh, I think it was in September or so. I was in Seattle and I was in a park and I needed to pee and I didn't see anyone around and I went behind a tree. And when I came, yeah, while I was peeing, this family walked by and just, yeah, I, I felt so badly. Like the look on the mom's face was just, just irritated and grossed out and maybe slightly threatened. Like I, I just, I wasn't trying to do that, but yeah, it's like an imposition on the people. And, and in some cases, like a dangerous imposition on the people around you. And yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think this anyway, is like, to some extent, it's like a difference of socialization, like girls sure. are socialized that their bodies are pretty and, and like, look, and, and I know there are downsides to that too, but this is one of those situations where it's like, weirder for the guy. Guys are socialized that our bodies are kind of gross. Okay. So I agree with, well, okay. So I agree with the like social taboo aspect where it's much harder for a man to feel comfortable uh, in, a, in public. But I think there's something beyond that. It's not just that like the law and like people might look at you funny. Like I think that, well, I know that this, this woman anyway, really, and it sounds like the woman in this, in this Reddit post yeah, there's something about, I guess, feeling other people's eyes on them or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just, maybe it's the taboo nature itself that that's turning them on. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, I like people will go after women for wanting attention. Men want attention too, though. You know, the, yeah. so it's it's not just one gender. But, the, but, but the, the difference is that a difference between men and women is that this is a way to get attention, kind of positive attention or kind of the attention they want. That's that you might imagine wanting, as opposed to like a policeman coming for you. That right, women can it's do lower risk. It's a much lower risk kind of attention than it is for a man. Yeah, whereas, well, but yeah, and there's um, well, well, right, but it's positive on some level. Whereas a man who wants attention, that kind of attention is just going to do something different, right? He's going to, you know, like go through the middle of the town, skateboarding, jumping over all the obstacles or whatever. You know, do something that kind of shows some skill or something that's you know maybe annoying, but like gets you attention, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's peacocking in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And there's other examples. There is, but it's kind of, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's not, it's, I don't want to read it. Uh, It's not funny. And it's, it's, it's just not funny. Um, so, okay. Uh, okay. Here's, here's one that I think is (laughs) sort of funny. This person says, how do I tell a man to eat my ass? I'm a 22 year old female. He is a 30 year old male and we 69 a lot. And every time he grazes over me, Every time he grazes, and every time he grazes over it, I guess she's talking about her asshole. Same when I sit on his face. I'm so into having my ass eaten, but I never know how to ask because I don't want to like kill the moment. What should I do? So setting aside that 69ing is not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, You're not a big 69 fan, huh? I can't oh, remember the last I don't time I've tried. I think it was in. This is because of this is because of the blow thing. I mean, it's not. Like basically, if you're somebody who likes getting a blow, first of all, it's not yeah, it's not the world's most comfortable position. But let me defend it for a second here. Like the 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 reason, a reason why someone would like it is because you're getting a blow, and you're getting aroused by your partner's genitals at the same time. You know, right. I haven't tried sixty nine since college. I don't think. And yeah. now that you mention it, I wonder if I would like. I mean, it lowers the asymmetry. True. Although it doesn't, it doesn't really because the, because the, the activity the woman has to do is enough more complicated that in my experience, pretty universally, my experience is that like, um, it's much better for the guy. I don't know, Mike, I'm like Picasso down there to to deploying an array of, it's not that it's just that like, she can't pay attention because she's busy. Like it's, it's one thing to have a partner who like, likes to have like let's say she wants your penis in her mouth while she's masturbating. That's a common thing, right? Because it turns them on. Just like, so, but but she's not having to blow you. It's just in there, and she can sort of suck on it. Uh, it's a totally no, no. Okay, what I would say is what I would suggest to you is you could offer to do sixty nine where she does that. She simply suckles on it while you perform oral from beneath. How does that do make you sense? Propose I suggest that. Well, you could just maneuver the position. I, I see what you're saying. Is no, like no, 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 no. I understand how to get into the position, but yeah. how do I tell I got her She's, she doesn't need to focus? You know, just, like, just, just. You know, you could just say something. You could use your dirty talk, your burgeoning dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Just, just hold it in your mouth. I, I just want to lick you. Right. right. Lick. Like no, we're not. We're, we're, we decided I'm we're sorry. not going to use the word lick. Yeah. <laughs> lick your moist, um, your moist uh, vulva. Okay. So, okay. So a couple things here. I don't really have much interest in trying to eat someone's ass, uh, but I understand this is a thing that some women like. Uh, yeah. Why? I mean, the problem with this, yeah, go ahead. I, okay. For starters, I don't think this is the kind of thing you should just spring on someone. I think you need to talk Agreed. about it before. Like, you don't want to be in the situation where you're like, oh, I really want you to eat my ass in the middle of a sexual encounter. And then the person's like, oh, um, no, that's going to be a pass. Right, like that would kind of ruin the mood, right? So I think you need to talk about it before. You don't need to just like insinuate your asshole toward their mouth. I don't think that's going to work. Uh, right. I mean, this always this feels like an activity that's um, that's normally kind of animated by the the, the person who's going to give it sort of moves there, not the person who's going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and like the thing about it is, it's like this is pretty far down that scale. I mean, for example, I, I look. Nobody advocates for surprise anal. But like sort of in the moment, 
you know, moving toward doing anal, maybe getting some lube out, like whatever that I can understand. So it's like, but, but this one, it's like, yeah, you're, you're asking them to lick your butthole and it's like, you know, they're going to want to have, they're going to have some questions about like when you last showered, when you last pooped, there's some basic things they're going to wonder. And like, I got to say, like, if that, if that had got asked to me in the moment, I would not know how to react. I'd be like, oh, oh no. Is it <laughs> like, what do I say? Is it possible to get it clean enough down there that your tongue will not protect any fecal matter? I don't know. I don't know, man. I I, I think it, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, I mean, obviously people say online that it is. Um, but like one thing, yeah. one thing I notice from time to time when I go down on someone's vagina is that the first few licks have oh, no. <laughs> trace amounts of what I presume is urine. Okay. So How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I mean, you just power through it and then it's gone. Uh, what, what's, what's like an analogy here? It's not your favorite thing though. No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's it's really not that bad, right? It's trace amounts. It's fine. Um, and yeah. yeah, somebody told me years ago, or I read it somewhere, that it's a good idea to have uh, wet wipes in your bathroom so that the woman can clean up beforehand. Yeah, the problem with that, I, I've read that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I thought to myself is like, I'm like given the choice between urine, like a oh, little, like you said, going. Yeah. Of urine, and like the wet wipe, whatever's in there. Like, I'm not sure actually that the wet wipe is better. I mean, like right. what you, you really prefer want, rubbing alcohol or urea. I don't, I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Like what Fair I prefer point. is like, uh, is like water, like, like a, a water, like a shower, something that Neutral. washes it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like a dilution. That's what I'm going for. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I don't like I, I like I mean I don't really understand it'd be interesting to have somebody on the show who likes receiving analingus. I don't it's difficult for me to understand that I have in my life received analingus. And um uh it was fine. Like it didn't it was fine. Like it do just didn't do anything. Skill there? Do you think that like a more skilled person might have made you feel differently? I guess it's hard to say. I don't think so because it's like, because I, I just don't think that like whatever feeling other people are feeling from their anus, I'm not getting. Um, yeah. I mean like the only thing I haven't, it's an unknown for me is prostate. Like, but the anus, like, I don't think, I don't think that's going to do anything for me. Even in um, conjunction, but I realize others, with like, yeah. even, yeah. even when combined with a blowjob or, or something. Well, I guess that's the I'm only thing of, combined with. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the context. I think that was the context. And the thing is the problem with it, like, is that like, now it's sort of or like, um, I guess, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's well, it's the the rusty trombone. Is that what it's called? Um, <laughs> oh, when you're uh, receiving analingus while being given a hand job. I think that's yeah, and you have to be on your knees. I think it's uh, I think it's one of those uh, frat boy descriptions for a sex act. But uh, yeah, it's it's then like the situation where you say have stuck, let's say your right index finger up her butt, and now you have to remember that because your right index finger was up her butt and you don't want to put it in your mouth and her mouth. And so, right. So now you have this, and, right. And so like, there's this, yeah, there's this like thing. So it's almost like you need to mark that finger. And so now, now you have to mark her mouth. You're like, Oh, like how, yeah. How long do I have to wait here before I feel comfortable kissing you? Um, so it's, I really view it as like an, a clear negative, but I mean, I, I take this woman at her word that she really enjoys it. Um, 
I mean, yeah, it makes me wonder like, well, why doesn't she just do anal? Is there something else he could touch it with? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I did. I haven't experimented enough. I haven't even experimented that much with like touching my own asshole while masturbating. So I don't really know. I don't have any interest in trying analingus, but I, it's possible that there's some huge thing I'm missing about my sexuality and that that could really amp things up. Oh, I did. I have to tell you what, uh, this was very long ago, but I just remember this. I did one time because see, here's a, here's a tip for you. You can try this. I that, did that, one that. time yes. when I had a, uh, when I had, uh, I was masturbating and no, sorry. I needed to poop. All right. I had to go to, I'm sorry, this could go under fecal matters. At the yeah. end of the podcast. I had to poop and, and it was one of those situations where it was pretty large and it was in, it was, you know, getting close to the back door. Is this, and I decided, is this and I thought to myself, to story? yes, it is. And I thought okay. to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can masturbate right now. And this poop should be rubbing against my prostate. Oh, interesting. Yes. This was a long time ago. I was pretty young. And, uh, and, um, and I, so I did that and it, it, okay. A, it did not improve the sensation significantly. And it was, I could, did it change it? Yes. Yes, it did. It was touching and it changed it. I will tell you how I'm sure it was touching my prostate. Um, when I ejaculated, it didn't come out the normal, like it, like the contractions didn't work as well as they normally do. Uh, like it was like, maybe that's because you're pinching your sphincter. I wasn't, I was just, I don't think I was. I mean, this is a long time ago. No, I, my impression was that it was more that like somehow there was something pushing against the prostate, making it so like the muscles couldn't sort of pulse the same way. It was like more of a stream. Yeah. That happened. And the other thing that I remember, but this is, the, here's the main thing I remember. The main thing I remember was it, it sort of hurt because like what happens is like you have a, a poop in there and you know, you kind of want to push, but when you, when you ejaculate, like it's like you're closing your anus, right? And, and so it hurt. It was basically, basically what I remember is it was like, ow, 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 ow. Huh. Anyway. I mean, I mean, that's sort of interesting. I mean, so I guess there, I've had some plastic experience that way. There, yeah. Yeah. Th thanks for your, your, your dabbling into prostate play. I mean, there are scores, legions, you know, millions of men out there who enjoy prostate play. So it must be a thing. I've just never tried. So I don't know. Um, yeah. And, but I mean, yeah, prostate play is different. Is different than anus play, and I haven't even really messed around with anus play. You know, like I, yeah, occasionally you a little can. bit in the shower if I masturbate in the shower. But I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like wait, what? So when you're in the shower and beating off, you sometimes will give yourself a reach around. I probably it's not a reach around because it's myself. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I probably masturbate in the shower. I can count the number of times on one hand in a year. Uh, and then that's because the water washes off the lubricant. I just don't like, is it? I, well, there's a number of things. Because... One, it's, it's impossible to look at porn while in the shower. So that's, no, that's it's not. wait, you don't have a waterproof phone. <laughs> no. Do you also, I don't like, well, I don't like looking at porn on my phone. I know this is like a thing that a lot of people do, but I really prefer using a computer monitor. I like, I like that high res. <laughs> You've got one of those, uh, ultra widescreen monitors you can <laughs> I do running at a time i have a 35 okay, but, inch ultra widescreen okay but well i think they're i think they get a lot bigger than that these days they but do. uh maybe i'm wrong actually maybe but, I um, yeah um but the 
yeah, no, I mean, I think that like, okay, if you don't like, if the small screen doesn't work for you, but that can be nice. And like, yeah, I mean, most phones sold today, like aren't going to break if a little water runs over them. It's if you- No, I know, I know. You, you have to like prop it up against something and you can't, you know, change the channel, so to speak. It, it's just not. Well, you just have to keep one hand dry. <laughs> See, this is all complicated. And then how am I supposed to massage my anus if I'm doing that? Anyway, the point is I've, I've only- so, so what it, we decided I, I masturbate in the shower like a few times a year. And then like, yeah, I probably touch my anus like maybe once every five times. So yeah, we're, it's like a once a year type of thing. And so like, I just haven't experimented with it enough to, to have a strong opinion. But about why it. do you even do that at all? Like you must do it because it's good. It's curiosity. I, I, it's not negative. Okay, I don't do that. It's not, okay. it's not that amplifying. It's okay for you. For you, is it neutral, negative, or not positive enough to bother with? Okay. So the prostate thing was net negative, although it was sort of interesting. And it okay, was, but you're not you, you don't know. Poop, you have, poop out. Other other than the one time you had a huge dirt <laughs> rushing against your prostate, you haven't you haven't attempted. You can, I don't, it doesn't have to be that big. Like I don't think it was an, okay. It was okay, just, you know, next, I had to go. Next. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. And then, uh, but in terms of like getting analingus, um, it just wasn't. It just was nothing. It wasn't very interesting, and it was like, uh, yeah. I mean, I it, yeah, just moved on. To don't you know i didn't i didn't express any positive um whatever sentiment about it and so she didn't i think she it happened like twice and I was it's probably like, not a thing that most women are dying to do although i don't whatever. know she i think i don't think i asked for it hmm. yeah i wonder if giving analingus is a kink it must be it must be Everything else. I think it probably relates to the fact that she and I had had anal sex a fair number of times. And so she probably like was curious. <laughs> I don't know. Like that probably, she was like, huh. like something like that. Yeah. There's probably some, it was, yeah, I don't know, but I wasn't that interested. And yeah, I, it makes me think, I wonder, maybe she was heading toward pegging. Um, but I closed the door too fast <laughs> you, so, so to speak you yeah you you nipped that one in the in the in the bud yeah. but you can try out the poop thing uh, anyway go on Next. yeah i think look i think we're done here I, I don't have any tips for her other than that she should bring it up with her with her partner uh before sex not during uh okay all right i think we have time for one more topic here this person says um uh making my boyfriend come on me is it weird if I ask my boyfriend to jack off on me without sex? I love the idea of guys masturbating, and I want mine to jack off in front of me and finish on my ass or face. Uh, why? Is that weird? It's a little unusual. Yeah. I mean, she just likes being submissive or demeaned in that way. Like, what's 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 going on? I mean. It's really hard for me to think about these things because like in as a man, when you uh, think about semen on a woman, 100% mm-hmm. of the time, uh, unless you're in an MMF or an MMM threesome, mm-hmm. um, no way, then there's no woman, MMF, uh, you're not going to be, it's, you're going to, you're going to be in your post-nut clarity when that's happening. So it's really hard for me. Like, so, so basically like anytime that I've nutted on a woman's body, it's always kind of a hassle. Like, so it makes me kind of, I don't actually, I, I don't really understand. Well, okay. I'm thinking from the guy's perspective, but I don't really understand guys wanting to nut on girls' bodies generally, because the problem is that like five seconds later, you have this sort of hassle to deal with. It's much yeah, better. it's hard to clean up. Like you can go get paper towels, but then it leaves like a sort of sticky trail. Like it's just not, Yeah, it's, it's better to put it somewhere. 
And if you're not on her ass, then you definitely have to deal with it. Because what's right. she going to do? Right. Right. So it's like you're basically now, okay, but this is different. This is a woman who says she wants to have him do it. Now, okay, so having him do it on her chest, I can sort of understand because she wants to look at his facial expressions. Right. Maybe, maybe much of the time she's, uh, maybe much of the time she's giving blows to him, and so she doesn't, she can't actually see him okay. while he's orgasming. Okay, I so understand there's a that visual stimulus that's different from usual. Right, but on her butt, like that's not even that. So I mean, the, honestly, like I don't, it's hard to understand why, why for a woman having a guy ejaculate on your butt would be any different from him just like squirting your butt with a squirt gun. Well, she says, look, I, I don't know why I'm like analyzing word by word this person's sentences, but she says, I want mine to jack off in front of me, which implies she can see. And then she says, and finish on my ass or face. So maybe she would just oh, okay. turn, turn around at the end. So this supports the, the theory of the, of the visual stimulus. I mean, look, is the, is the analogy here for a man, like I would, I would enjoy watching a partner uh, masturbate herself. Uh, but if, let's say she was like a you know, really aggressive squirter. I would not want her to squirt all over me. That's not something I want. If it gets on, if it gets on to me incidentally, that's fine, but I, I'm not craving that. Is that right? I mean, is that the right analogy? I'm not sure because it might, well, that, that would just imply like, yeah, one of the things I'm not sure about here is like whether she wants to sort of like be submissive and so have like something kind of gross happen to her. Like for example, although I, I've had a vigorous debate before about this, about like you know, when an, when an anus is interacted with, who is truly submissive? Because like right. you could argue, like let's say if I'm licking an anus, you I, you could say on the one hand the per, the person receiving it is submissive because your anus is like sort of embarrassing or whatever, and it's being interacted yeah. with. On the other hand, you could say that the guy who's licking it is submissive because he's licking an anus. So actually, you could argue that it's the ultimate like fully submissive. I like both people are submissive, right? And the reason I bring that up is that like when she says "come on her ass," like I don't know if she means on the cheek. Or actually, and you see this a lot in porn, like actually ejaculate on her butthole, which yeah. I always see. And again, it gets back to that thing. I always see is pretty submissive for the recipient because it's like, I don't know. It's like your butthole is like a target. It just feels submissive to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i with you on both of those. Do you uh, ejaculate on women's buttholes ever? No, I haven't. Never. I mean, it's it's dripped down, or or maybe some has hit that, but I've never. I, okay, I've never used it as my primary target. But you do that. see that in porn, right? I'm right about that. Oh, like yeah. It's a, like yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like they're they're in doggy style, but he doesn't want to give her a cream pie, so to speak. So he pulls out, and then it's like either left, right, or middle. And if it's middle, like a lot of times, like yeah, it'll go right there. And it, yep. yeah, it just feels like you know. But maybe that's submissive for him because it's like, oh, you had to interact with her anus. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I probably. Yeah, I would argue that the person being jerked off on is more submissive. But <laughs> I, I take your point. Your point here is interesting. It's not. It's not as crystal clear as it might seem on first blush. Well, I was actually, to be fair, in the argument, I was arguing that the. Let's see. I was arguing that the. Which was well, I, you I was arguing the, the recipient of the analingus was no, no no it was the other person that argued the other one and then I at some point concluded like I think they're both submissive <laughs> there's no and so then I was starting to think about is there an activity where both people are dominant and and I think I fell asleep I, that was it I, I finished my sex sex thoughts for the day okay. but I, well, yeah can, that would be interesting can, you can meditate on that and if if you come up with anything you can let us know uh, okay I think that's enough so yeah thank you for sticking with us through episode 28 of your mileage may vary we hope you enjoyed the show and we're eager to have you back for our next episode